All right, good afternoon. In, in terms of health updates, do you have anything on? I'm going to cover this right now. I have not had my medical meeting yet. Okay. Uh, getting back at 4 a.m. You know, this morning and, and getting through the tape. We haven't had that yet, so I don't have any updates yet. Uh, we'll have you know we'll have more later today. So I haven't had my medical meeting yet. There was a report that Jernigan's out roughly. Yeah, I haven't had that medical meeting, so I don't know okay. specifically. Um, I know he was seen in a boot, I think, after the game, but until we get, until I get further notice, I don't know what's going on yet. Were the injuries to Deshaun and Alshon and Dallas more precautionary to hold them out, or could they have been, could they have played if it was a playoff game or something that was more important? Yeah, I mean, you know, we evaluated Dallas. Um, you know, obviously he was feeling um, something there, and, and so we evaluated him, you know, during pregame uh, and just, you know, decided to hold him. At that point, um, same with Deshaun and Alshon. Theirs was more in-game. Um, you know, it's hard to say if it were a you know a, a must must game, you know, a playoff situation. I would think that they would try to gut it out, but it's hard to say. Do you think do you think injury is the worst of the bunch? I feel that you know in, in my gut that it could be, but uh, again, until I get more information, I really don't know. Josh, Just, you touched on this post game yesterday, but when you have you know, Dallas Goddard out pregame and then you have. Jackson, and then you have Jeffrey. You can kind of game plan for maybe one of them not being there, but how much does that change your game plan when all three of them? It it, it affects it. It affects it a lot. Um, if you were to look at my call sheet this morning, you're going to see a lot of scratch outs on plays and different things. And you know, one thing that I I, I said after the game too is you know with you know with Mike Rowe, Jeff Stoutland, my offensive staff making the adjustments that we needed to make, and, and then coaching those young guys up. You know, Mac Hollins, JJ. And, and, and what's interesting, if you watch the game as, as we did this morning, I mean, Zach is telling guys where to go. You know, Nelly's telling we're, we're moving guys. Our pieces are moving, and, and we're putting guys in positions that didn't practice in those positions during the week, and and still had a chance at the end of the end of the game. Took the lead and, and had a chance. So, um, my hats off to those guys for for hanging in there. Slow starts were prevalent all most of last year. When you self scouted last uh, last all season. What would you find with the number one reason for, for not scoring points? That um, and, and how have you kind of tried to address that issue? Yeah, I just have to find the magical place. Do you think it's plays or do you think it's more execution? Yeah, it's always the plays. With the, uh, with the injuries? That's on, that's on me. That's all I got to do a better job. With the injuries you have now, how difficult is it going to be to kind of manage the roster based on? Keeping spots open for some players who might not be able to play, but also having enough guys. Yeah, that's the that's the the chess match we got to find out in these next couple of days. Uh, you know, we have a couple of games here now. You know, in eleven or twelve days, so um, we'll make it work. I mean, that's just what we do. We find a way. We make it work. We coach the guys up that are going to play, and uh, we go play. Is the fourth time, calf the same one that he's having trouble with in the training camp? Yes. On the fourth and fourteen, uh, the long pass to Aguilar uh, after after the drop, the one that you guys yeah. got. Uh, Carson said he went over to you after the timeout and and suggested that play. Is that right? We were suggesting a bunch of plays at that time. We were just trying to find the right the right mix, um, kind of anticipating what they were going to be in defensively. And and um, I mean, fourth and fourteen, you you know, you're you're kind of in your desperation mode. So uh, that was a play that we had in the game plan and and. Uh, 
another one that, however, we had to move some guys around to get them in that right spot, and, and uh, great play by Carson and Nelly on that one. Going back to this time last week, what was the thinking of carrying only two tight ends and keeping the extra cornerback? Um, well, we had confidence in our two tight ends. Uh, we went in, you know, with a game plan of, of executing with a lot of the play action pass game with two tight ends, the run the run game with two tight ends. I mean, that was just felt comfortable, you know, with, with both guys. And uh, and then in our 11 personnel, having Zach and Dallas working, you know, working there. And then having the extra DB just uh, available on special teams and then if needed in the secondary, um, keeping that extra guy up. Four players to be evaluated for head injuries. We know Carson was by the spotter. Were the other three also because the spotter came down and told them that they had epidemic damage? Yeah, it was by the spotter and also by the officials that, that told us they needed to, to be evaluated during the game. And Carson said after the game that he was very frustrated that they didn't evaluate him right away. It came right at the beginning of a drive. Have you guys reached out to the NFL? Are you going to do anything to, to follow up on? What went wrong here and how this can be corrected? I mean, we'll have communication, obviously, about it, but uh, that stuff is out of our control. I mean, if, if, if they see it, they're going to pull the player, and it's out of our control. It's out of my hands. I can't do anything about it. That's a medical issue. It's a player safety issue. Um, I'm sure we'll have discussions on it, but quite frankly, that's that's out of, out of our hands. There's a time gap between the time he returned to the sideline. That's side the part we got to have communication, dialogue with, and just make sure – that they're seeing the same things we're seeing. But, again, it's it's out of our hands when, when the spotters see something. Is it typically quicker than that? Usually it's right after the play. I mean, that's typically when it happens. Um, but in this case, it was a few plays later. Uh, so, again, we just got to figure out why. What was the biggest reason why you went away from the run? Was it Goddard's absence, the way the game was playing out, combination? Um. A little of both. You know, we struggled to run the ball, something we, we kind of pride ourselves on. Um, you know, uh, last week I might have mentioned that uh, we were going we to face a much better Atlanta Falcon defense than we saw in week one. I mean, that's just – this is the NFL, and, and there's a lot of pride on that side, and, and, and they're, they're well coached. And so we knew that going into this football game. We were going to try the run and try to establish it. We struggled a little bit there. Um, we got to make those corrections, and, and, and that's, a, that's a big part, too, of with a lot of the personnel changes, you know, uh, with tight ends and things like that that got us a little bit away from it. Um, I'm not going to make an excuse, but, you know, it, it does affect it just a little bit. What has prevented Miles from getting off to a, a faster start, and where's your confidence level in him right now? I'm really confident in Miles. I, I think the more – opportunities he gets he get, he'll get better I mean he missed some things you know young 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 running back missed a couple of holes um, a couple of holding calls you know he tried to bounce outside and we got a couple of holding calls which you know are going to happen so there, there's some things that he can get better but our confidence in him is uh, is really high extremely high and uh, we're going to continue to play him and, and get him get him the reps his instinct right now seems to be to try to, to bounce things or to slide are you as a coaching staff, and pressing upon him, you know, sometimes it's better to gain a yard or two by going full straight ahead oh, yeah. as opposed to. These are these are all things we'll show him on tape. You know, when the guys come in and and, and you know make the corrections from the game, and uh, again, it just it comes from playing and and then watching himself on film and and uh, making the corrections. Doug, have you identified the play that Jernigan got hurt on? I have not, not yet. You had a, a lot. You mentioned the penalties and the run game. Uh, you had a lot of offensive line penalties. Game. I think five accepted, seven called. Uh, what was going on there? Was it the noise? 
a little bit of the noise. Uh, it was an active front, um, a little more than than uh, what we had seen. These guys, uh, you know, obviously the crowd noise getting off the ball. Um, we know Grady Jarrett's a, a, a really good, you know, player from the standpoint of, of getting off the ball and then and increasing the gap. And a couple times we just uh, we overset. We just you know set too wide, and they, they penetrated the A or B gap. And um, again, corrections that we can make and, and, and learn from and, and be be better. Carson getting hit so much early affected his play. And how do you think he played overall? And do you factor the punishment into that? I mean, you know, obviously, uh, again, you know, this is a this is a this is a physical, violent game. Quarterbacks are going to get hit. We saw two quarterbacks yesterday in the league get hit. You know, um, or one get hit and one one on a throw. So it's part of the game. And and it's one thing you love about Carson is his toughness. Uh, you know, you'd love to see him. You know, uh, maybe throw the ball a little bit sooner here and there. But but the fact that that he uh, performed well yesterday and and really kept us kept us in this football game. You know, um, the throw to Mac in the fourth quarter was was unbelievable. You know, uh, this, you know for him to escape the pocket like he did a couple times was was unbelievable. And those are things you can't really coach. You know, you don't really teach those things. I mean, that's just natural, God-given instinct. So um, it's hard to take that away from a player, you know. Um, and, and yet, at the same time, you know, you still want him to, to protect himself best he can, but he's making plays for you. And, uh, you know, not going to take that from him. Have you spoken to Nelson? And what do you make of Have I spoken to Nelson? Have you spoken to Nelson? And what do you make of his game yesterday, the plays he made, and obviously the plays he didn't make? Yeah, I, I, I talked to Nelson after the game and uh, just before we got on the bus and to go to the airport. And one, I thought he played really well, really well. From He, he played basically two spots yesterday, uh, having to move around. And uh, it just shows his mental capacity with the offense and where he is. Uh, he made some outstanding catches yesterday as well. Um, and then I told him after the game, I said, one, one play is not going to define him or our season. And it's week two in the National Football League. We got, we got a bunch of football left, and, and he's a great player for us. And uh, I told him just to keep his head up, keep working, and uh, we're going we're gonna to find more ways to win these games than, than lose them going to the future. What did you want to bounce back after that drop? I mean, you know, back in your first season, like that probably would have affected him. Correct. I mean, does that kind of show his growth? It does. It does, yeah. Do you expect Carson to practice on Wednesday? Carson wins? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen him today. Players are off today, so I haven't seen him. What happened on Carson's second interception? Did a pattern get broken off there, or what happened? No, we ran an out and up with Ertz, and he was on the linebacker, had him had him beat. Carson had to move to his left and just couldn't get anything on the throw, and it just just nothing there on it. On the two-point conversion, what's your understanding of why that was overturned? And, and what else could Carson so have an, done? It's in the that new situation? rule. It's the new rule now. Basically, you know, because Carson was diving, you're, you're considered giving yourself up. And, and so wherever your knee touches, you're down. Whether you're touched or not, you're down at that spot because you're diving and, and you're giving yourself. No different if your quarterback is sliding on a scramble out in the field. It's the same. You're going to be down at that spot, so it was short. And so did he no longer dive up for the end zone? No, I mean, the dive was fine. Um, it, you know, we just got to be aware that you just, if you can, keep your knee up. But, I mean, that's just that's just the rule. Is that a call or did he read 
That was a read. Um, the play was actually designed for Ertz uh, on that one, and, and the, they defended that really well, but they also gave us that lane, and Carson just reacted and took it. Okay. Thanks, guys.